Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko To wrong and wronger, and I I got a little bit of a problem. I'm on the lamb right now. I was gonna rob a bank, and there was this problem with my mask, and so I thought, well, I'll steal a car. Except I got into a cop car, and the cops were still in it, and I accidentally got in the back seat by mistake. It made my getaway a little more difficult, but I, I did get away, and I'm here. I'm wrong and wronger, and you're here, and he's here, and I'm here, and it's really me underneath this. I know. It's been such a clever disguise. Ah, James, you're so delighted. You were scared for a minute and thought Steve's not here. There's like a convict with me. Let me just say this is your my, my favorite costume of yours of all time, without exception. <laughs> I think you should wear that for every podcast and just going around in life, just as you walk in public so we don't have to see your face quite as much. It's like you blurred it for us. No video editing needed. That's, that's a great service you have performed. Nothing pixelated about it, but I know our two fans were worried for a minute, but it's me. I'm here. And everybody's here on the show where we debate about things that don't matter to anybody. And James, we have upped the ante on stuff that don't matter to anybody because I'm pretty sure we include our two fans, too. Yeah, this this is going to be our least consequential debate ever. I will be shocked if we get anyone to listen to it, but in, in our unending spiral of self-reference let's just dive right in which is better wrong and wronger or 10 minutes to save your marriage <laughs> wow you know the most frightening thing about this debate is one of them has to win <laughs> you know what i got a i got a message on facebook the other day from somebody who she was telling me she, she's bought all the books not only that not only did she just subscribe to my email newsletter she said she had listened to every episode of our podcast wrong and wronger and 10 minutes to save your marriage However, Whoa. she did then suggest that we argue glasses versus contacts, which I'm pretty sure we argued. So maybe she was just so overwhelmed by the greatness of our episodes that she couldn't remember them all, which is possible. It's possible. Did, did you even go back and look? No, it's possible did we actually didn't argue that one. So here's how little thought we put in this podcast. She said that, and I suggested to you, and you're like, I think we already did that. I'm like, okay, and neither of us bothered to double check. That's how unprofessional we are. So we could have we could have just passed by the idea of a lifetime by passing on glasses versus contacts. If we didn't do it, we'll do it next week, unless we forget, which we almost certainly will. Well, James, it's not that we're irresponsible. It's that we're so busy with our creative endeavors. Clearly, we're being overwhelmed. You know, mostly just answering <laughs> fan mail for these podcasts. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you were quite taken with her compliments. So it was huge. Good. It was like a thousand word long compliment. I was amazed. And then I kind of ended up insulting her on air right now. So now I feel terrible. She's probably my only <laughs> real fan. <laughs> and I am a monster. Please, please don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. The interns were both incensed also that I suggested they don't listen. <laughs> Although one did say the only reason or what we have to listen at least to the end so we know which numbers go to who. And I thought, well, there you go. Why are we so awful? We have such a low lister base and we just sit here and we're mean to them. <laughs> 
Well, we got no thumbs down again last week on YouTube. So it was a great banner week. How many votes did we get? Like four? No, there were... How many thumbs ups do you mean? Yeah, thumbs up. Whichever. There were... uh, When I looked this morning, there were 24 thumbs up. Zero. Zero thumbs down, man. That's because of me. You know what? I'm pretty sure I earned us the thumbs down now. (laughs) The one person who listened to all the podcasts (laughs) going, you doubt me? Thumbs down. All the way through. Well, I do want to, if I could take one minute and get serious, and then we'll jump back into the frivolity, but I'm only going to say this in passing, and then I'm not going to dwell on it, but our dog died a couple weeks ago in a really, really bad way, and uh, I got two sympathy cards from two of our listeners, Superfan Judy P. and Laura S., the one for whom we were going to name the wrong and wronger birthing method after. They (laughs) They both sent to me. And my family sympathy cards. And I thought that was a classy thing to do. So thank you to those two. But back to the attack. So, James, <laughs> we have to compliment each other now. And uh, I, I don't know. After all of that, I took the wind out of the room. Yeah, let's sure talk about a dead just... dog for a second. That great way, great <laughs> lead, Steve. You're going into a Casey Kasem rant. What? I was talking about his god blended dang dog, and now I gotta go into this happy stuff. You know you what? You know, yes, I heard that one. Oh, you finally made a reference that I got. Yes, I heard that. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Yeah, he James. was. He was upset. He was not happy about that at all. I know, but I'm beside myself that you got one of my pop culture references. That's not from fair, two days ago. You probably listened to it live in 1970, and I heard it like <laughs> Greatest Radio fi- Fails compilation in like 2014. But hey, we yeah. heard it. Yeah, KTEL put it out. Sure. Well, just before we fired up, I said I'm going out to Palm Springs on Tuesday. I'm going to have coffee with the bass player from The Firm. And it it was a super group that had Paul Rogers singing from Bad Company and Jimmy Page on guitar from Led Zeppelin. And he was also in a band called Blue Murder with John Sykes from Whitesnake. And James, what was your response to that? I heard a Led Zeppelin. (laughs) I got one out of the nine bands. Come on. What do you want from me? Blue Murder? Is that a band? That's... That's nothing. If I Google Blue Murder right now, is there going to be more than zero results on Google? We're not going to have this conversation again because there's already a little hole in my heart and you're actually putting the jaws of life into it. You're tearing it open. I guess we can take solace in the fact that no matter how mean we are to our fans, we're far more awful to each other. I feel like that should even things out. You know, I had a compliment for you. I don't even remember what it was now. So what is yours to me? Oh, I would like to compliment you for 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 destroying the momentum of this podcast with a real sad story that I completely <laughs> missed. I had no idea your dog died. I did and I, I see your tweets pop up from time to time, and usually they're just depressing with, you know, depressing hotel room, depressing being on the road. This is a whole nother level of depressing and I didn't even catch it. So I guess my compliment to you is uh well there's gotta be a compliment in there somewhere. I'm gonna compliment you on being bold enough to not worry about being funny you're like you know what we don't need humor on this podcast let's just run this thing into a brick wall and we're gonna keep going so i admire your confidence that we can pull this off wow it actually happened a couple it was my pinned tweet for a while because i tweeted nothing for three days in sort of memorial after that just had the pinned tweet up so i'm glad i'm gonna compliment james on his level of oblivion he doesn't watch movies, he doesn't watch TV shows, he doesn't uh, listen to music, he doesn't even really read anybody else's okay. tweets. James lives in a universe that has one occupant, 
and a pig, and okay. it's him. So if you tweet, it can pop up on my timeline. What am I supposed to do? Gee, Steve hasn't tweeted in a while. Let me go check his pinned tweet and see if his pet died horrifically. <laughs> like, this is not a thought process normal people go through. I know. I know. It's a thought process that good, decent people <laughs> go through. Well, you have Judy P. and Laura S., and, that, and that's it. <laughs> yes, End of list. <laughs> I actually got three sympathy cards, but one I don't think is from a listener of this show, but he listens to my other... He's been on my other show, but anyway. All right, so that is the obligatory compliment. James, I do have... I have uh, reinvigorated the Guam Quarter of Fate. I've gotten it from my bathroom counter downstairs because I know you were so distraught last week. But what shall the two sides of the Guam Quarter mean for you? Heads, I'm arguing wrong and wronger is better. Tails, I'm arguing <laughs> 10 minutes to save your marriage is better. This. Boy, I don't even know which one you want. I, you're just, you're, none of the above. <laughs> you know, there was a Twilight episode, the old version with Rod Serling, where a guy flipped a quarter and it landed like a by the way, you're arguing 10 minutes. It's on Guam. It landed uh, like straight up and down, and he could hear other people's thoughts. And then the end of the episode was someone knocked the quarter over, and when it fell, he lost that power. But anyway, you, sir, are arguing. You've, you've heard of Rod Serling, right? Yes, I've heard of Rod Serling. Don't ask me for any oh, details about God. him. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Hey, and oddly, I've got a cigar. He smoked a cigarette during every episode. But you've got ten minutes to save your marriage. What say you, James Breakwell? Well, sometimes less is more, and sometimes less is better. <laughs> far, far better. I can't even better. argue that. Yes. What are you doing? Yeah, come on. So we got ten minutes. Like we listened, Our original this podcast right here was originally like 25 minutes. We had to cut down to 15 minutes. It was still too much. People can barely put up with five minutes of us. So ten minutes to save your marriage was the smarter move. It's like, you know what? We're going to give this a cutoff point even if we don't always hit that we give people hope like 10 minutes and i'm out that's barely double digits you listen to double speed five minutes in and out it's amazing <laughs> it is the superior podcast because it builds on what we learned from wrong and wronger which was virtually nothing but we learned the lesson about going a little bit shorter and we learned the lesson about maybe teaching a lesson of some kind there's actual valuable content in 10 minutes to save your marriage Sometimes. True. Sometimes people say they learn things. And also, this is going to be something that <laughs> they only... They say that to you? I, you know, they imply it. it is, it's heavily implied. <laughs> but then, it's the one my parents listen to. My parents never listen what? to Wrong and Wronger, but they what? listen to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage. They drive in silence. Well, my dad does. At least he would drive all the way back to my grandmother's house in Iowa, five and a half hours, in complete silence. Then my podcast came out, and he would listen to 10 minutes of podcast, and then five hours of silence. Like, it was the only thing that wasn't silence on his trip. And ultimately, this is, again, this is the one thing that you're going to think is great, and everyone else is going to disagree with it, but since I'm just trying to beat you, okay. I'm going to lay it out there. 10 minutes Go. to save your marriage yeah. has more of you. I read Ooh. a question, and I just back off, and the floor is yours. And there's just like a deafening silence and everyone listens to you. There's actually like five listeners for that podcast. It is the Steve Oliva show and I'm just orbiting around the edges. How can you argue against your own baby? All right, I'd like to hear you try. Oh, wow, it's not even my own baby. It's my own me. Well, first of all, James, I got to say your arguments are compelling. And... Uh, <laughs> Wrong and Wronger and me is just going to barely edge you out this week. Unlike last week, where I kicked you like a, uh, like, like a, uh, something. Like that. <laughs> so Wrong and Wronger means I, I can assemble my thoughts and get them out in a funny way and put all the words in the right order. So Wrong and Wronger is the flagship 
that is the first one that we tried and we had to sort of figure things out and so by the time 10 minutes came around we knew what we were doing and it was fine wrong and wrong it was starting a business with an empty office and two home depot buckets to sit on <laughs> like that was our origin story that was you meeting me across a smoke-filled bar on the east side of <laughs> indianapolis and you complaining it took at least 12 minutes to complain about the 40 minute drive it took you to get over to my hotel you were on the other night. side of the world what do you want from me <laughs> i was in your town you were halfway to nashville <laughs> it is a good story and it kicked off a beautiful acquaintanceship but ryan ronger comes out on thursdays 10 minutes comes out Sunday night, Monday morning. People hate Monday mornings. <laughs> 10 minutes might be the only decent thing to a Monday for people. But wrong and wronger, man, when people listen to the wrong and wronger show, they are getting ready for the weekend. They're in a good mood. Thursday night football is coming up. The Titans are playing last week anyway. They got creamed by Jacksonville. But the point is that everyone is in that mode. And wrong and wronger is part of that good, buoyant mood that people have. At wrong and wronger has the better logo that was put together by a professional that uh, we got a graphic artist to dream it up and put it up and who came up with the 10 minutes logo i can't even remember the back same then. artist oh. you paid them <laughs> i i did i did the initial layout and you're like okay let me pay somebody to make this better and then you paid the same person to the other logo <laughs> The other logo is killer, though. I I show up to this podcast every week thinking this is the week I finally, I finally just storm out of here. I'll break while the pound stand. But then I look at that logo behind you, James, and I'm just drawn to it, even though I don't even see you. And then lastly, 10 minutes, no, I'm sorry, Wrong and Wronger has Olivas characters at the beginning of each one of them. And that's why we get sometimes even more than two viewers. They only watch the first 30 seconds of the show and then they move on to something that has some actual entertainment value i.e. less break well like 10 minutes to save your marriage but for the time being wrong and wronger is the flagship and it's the one that people tune into to watch the range that olivas has what have you got against talent oh wait a minute that's almost redundant you know what 10 uh, minutes rhetorical to save- damn it <laughs> you know what 10 minutes to save your marriage has that what? wrong and wronger will never have a complete and utter freedom from your face. You can enjoy 10 minutes to save your marriage without any risk of ever seeing you or your stupid impressions. There's just nothing there. There's no video, and it's amazing. When we record it, you can sit there and slouch and turn off the lights and be as depressed as you want, and you're, as long as your voice sounds normal, you're fine. You can just roll with it. But 10 minutes to save your marriage, I have to stand here, or wrong and wrong, I have to sit here and stare into this camera, and lights are burning out my retinas, and the whole time, I know that next to me, on this split screen, you're doing something awful that I'm going to watch and cringe, like three days from now. I mean, do you know, for all we know, we would have like thousands of listens a week if you would just stop doing those impressions 10 minutes to save your marriage no impressions complete impression free zone none of your face none of your impressions no video period 10 that's why 10 minutes to save your marriage has what twice or three times the listenership of wrong and wronger the numbers don't lie steve the numbers don't lie it's north of that is it really wow yeah we should we should put this podcast out of its misery what are we even doing on here (laughs) Oh, there ain't a gun big enough to take us out, James. <laughs> All right, do the other thing that's so charming about wrong and wrong, or grab those delightful dice that most nine-year-olds with no hope of ever dating own.
You are very jealous of my dice. I'm going to send you a pair so you can see how great they are. You want to know what, somebody? There, there's, there are entire podcasts with way, way more listens. We have podcasts people make a living off of, and all they do is play Dungeons & Dragons. I would be fascinated oh, to, to play Dungeons & Dragons with you. One gaming session. Are you serious? Yes, me and you. That'd be hilarious. Of course, no, I mean that there's podcasts yes. with that many sad, lonely, depressed people living Millions in their Millions of basement. listens, or at least hundreds of thousands. They make actual money off their podcast. They don't just sit oh here talking to themselves. Basically, everything we've ever done is wrong. If it sounds like a bad idea to you, there's probably somebody making millions of dollars off of it. Like, just use that as your guide for everything we do on the internet. Anyway, I'm going to roll with play, this. Can you play with two people? Yeah, you technically can. We'd probably need somebody else. Maybe we pull your 13-year-old or somebody. Or I've got a few friends. I'd have, to, I'd have to grab one of my friends who actually knows the rules. So I um, I used to be the dungeon master. I was the one who made up the story, but I was my only job was to make up the story. I just refused to learn the rules, and that was kind of a problem long-term. But we can get around that because you don't know what you're doing either. I'll just make it up as I go along. Next time I'm at your house, we'll uh, we'll play for five, uh, 15 minutes because I'm sure it's a quick game because nobody wants to play longer than that. Uh, yeah, obviously. In and out. 15 minutes total. Anyway, yeah. okay. if you want to vote for me and saying that 10 minutes to save your marriage is better, 49. <laughs> if you want to vote for Steve, and I don't know why anyone ever would, to say <laughs> that wrong and wronger is better, this very podcast you're watching right now, this awful video and audio stream, if you think this is better for some misguided reason... Vote for six. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for nine. I've had six so many times. Six, it's six, one six. One-third the number of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So James is 49. And uh, remember that number because in 30 years, he'll actually be 49. <laughs> your throwaway is nine, which is kind of where James is emotionally. And then me, where I always am, just remember the number six. And uh, remember it a few times, if you can. Do the math on that one. So, this has been another fabulous episode of the flagship podcast between best-selling author James Breakwell and a guy with pantyhose on his head. And so, <coughs> until next week, when you can pay attention to all of this all over again after you go and vote for it, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve, for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell, saying thanks for listening, thanks for watching, thanks for voting, Steve. And remember... Two wrongs can make a right.